0: Welcome into this edition of the Soft Verbal Podcast, presented by Dead Soxie. I'm Neil McCready. Zach Berry with me here today as well. Actually, he's not here, but he's sort of here in this world. I guess the world we live in today in these unprecedented times, Zach, you're sort of here.
1: I am. In a sense, uh, you know, not literally, but figuratively, I'm there Across the, uh, I don't know, other side of the glass, if you will, radio talk. Yeah. I'm
0: there, though. Yeah, other side of the protective plexiglass. Zach's in Nashville. Yeah. I'm in Oxford. I'm in the Clark Ford Studios. We'll tell you about Clark Ford. We're going to talk some recruiting in a little bit. Ole Miss has had a pretty busy week, a week that might get busier by the time you hear this. So, uh, anyway, we'll talk about that. Who knows what else. First, I want to tell you about Dead Soxie. Uh, it's deadsoxie.com. Enter the promo code Rebel Grove at checkout. Here's the deal it's the best socks you'll ever put on. We're starting to get into the cooler weather. Uh you can still get the no-shows. I was wearing no shows just yesterday because I've gotten where I, I love them. They're great. Um a game changer from a wardrobe standpoint. But if you need uh that sock that's going to stay up, you need that dress sock that's going to stay up, keep your feet cool, uh but they're perfect. It's the best sock you'll ever put on. Now's a great time to do it. You can also email Mike, M-I-K-E, at deadsoxy.com. He'll send you a, a code for 10 bucks, and you can um, you can go get $10 worth of socks. You'll love them. You'll want more. You need to get more. They're absolutely great. I love them. Zach loves them. Everybody I know who wears them loves them. Stylish. They've got uh, the different Ole Miss colors. Whatever team's your team, whatever suit color, you want to accentuate a tie, whatever, they've got them. You really elevate your sock game, and they'll stay up. And they'll stay cool, and you will uh, you will love them. That's a promise. Deadsoxy.com, dot com. I'm t- coming to you from the Clark Ford Studios. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900. Call that number, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, and the rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done, what I recommend that you do, and that's hop into a Clark Ford today, 662-257-1900. Zach, how are you?
1: Neil, how goes it?
0: You know what? Uh, it's a Friday afternoon. Well, it's Friday. Yeah, it's noon. We're t- It's 1154 a.m. Central Daylight Time here on this Friday, October the 2nd. It's going going well, I guess. Got a big day planned tomorrow. Lots of stuff. Old Miss and Kentucky. We'll have uh, live streams kind of all day long. And um, what do we have? Let's see. I got uh, got a big day Sunday. You and I were just talking about it. You you've had a real busy week. I've had a real busy week, and it just kind of never stops. But every time I say that to myself, I say it could be so much worse because September could have been a lot worse than it was. So um, I'm I'm good with it. I'm I don't. I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind the grind a little bit, but every once in a while, I get to a Friday and I kind of feel it a little bit. But I'm going to the Chargers game tonight. I'm gonna uh, go cheer for the Chargerettes, and uh, they got a pregame show the Chargerettes do. So uh, it's like a double. It's like a double header. You get the pregame show and a halftime show, and then um, then I'll come home and probably pop open something and um, chill a little bit and get ready for tomorrow. What about you?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's been a week. Um, but look, you know, w- we've joked on this show dozens of times. And we talked about it, I believe, when we first started about how the typical small talk with a stranger, not that you're a stranger, is always the weather. But I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the weather that we are looking at for, um, This weekend. Yeah. So right now it is 62 degrees and sunny in Nashville. That's fantastic. Tomorrow, the low is 41. Mm. Uh, The low today is 43. We don't get – we don't even – the highs don't even get above 80 for next week. So it is absolute pristine fall weather. Uh, So I cannot complain there. I rejoiced this week, Neil, uh, another – common conversation that we have on this show is uh, lawn care. Yes. And I believe I did my final cut of the season this week. Yeah. And, uh, man, you want to talk about a good feeling to get that done and crack open a beer and sit down. Yeah. It, I think
0: uh, I've got one cut left. Yeah. One cut left. Um, pretty sure of it, as a matter of fact, because we've got uh, – We're hosting a Chargerette party at some point in October. I don't remember exactly when. And uh, the next day that weekend, um, Caroline's future college roommate is coming over to spend the weekend. So I think that I will be tasked with making sure that the yard looks as perfect as possible. Yeah. for uh for that event and so i think that is when i will do the yard one final time and i don't think it'll need it again after that
1: yeah i you know i say that now and now that i think about it uh i'll probably do it one more time uh we have a a pretty big party planned in two weeks um it'll be the the big uh the big party for the first lap around the sun for the little man oh yeah so uh Yeah. So I'll probably cut it one more time because we're going to have everybody out outside in the backyard and have a, have a, now I say a big party. We're going to have like eight people, but, um, when's his, when's
0: his birthday? October the,
1: the the 17th.
0: October 17th. So yeah. First one. That's a, that's a big, it's a big deal for you and, and, and mom. Not a big deal for him. He won't know, but you can, he, he can have a good time. Um, yeah, it'll be good. My uh, my son turns 14 on Sunday.
1: Wow, 14.
0: 14. And I know that sounds like a million years away from you, and I'm just going to tell you <laughs> what every old man tells you, and you're going to think, oh my God, it's not true. And then remember this conversation 13 years from now, you're like, oh my God, it flew. It flies.
1: Oh, I well, I was going to say that our last non-recruiting topic, and then we'll get into it. Um, we are... We have now officially bit the bullet. and We are now desperately trying to find full time daycare services because um, we we have a he goes to a day school three days a week and and they're fantastic. He loves it. And then we have a a couple nannies that come on the two days that he's not there, and they're great. But uh, he has gotten to the point now where he has figured out how to climb up on the couch, and he loves doing that nonstop. And then he also loves essentially. Uh, I don't know if he's preparing for swimming and diving, trying to get a scholarship, swimming and diving, but he tries to just dive off of the couch headfirst into the floor. So um, it's an absolute chore to sit there and watch him and try (laughs) to do work at the same time. So he, uh, he's going to learn depth perception eventually. Yeah. Um, So, but we, uh, yeah, we're, we're both super busy. So we're like, all right, we we, got to figure this out. So we've got a couple of places around town where, we're going to look but um but yeah you know being a parent it, it's as as i tell people who are new parents or thinking about being parents i'm like hey the first year is just Kate. trying to get them to stop trying to kill themselves yeah
0: it's it, it the the game changes over time i'm just gonna tell you but uh yeah, oh, I bet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's uh so. we we spent we spent uh we spent the other day arguing with our 17-year-old who we never argue with. We argued with her about whether or not she could drive. Uh she wanted to drive to see someone it's like 4 hours away and I said, "No." I mean, I I'll drive you, but you are not you're not driving it. Well, well so and so is doing it. I you, we you know that's not going to work. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just uh it changes. Hey, speaking of weather, here it's 65 and uh sunny right now. Feels fantastic. The low tonight Forty four degrees. Oh yeah. I don't know about you, man. That's like that's my jam. I like some summer. I like summer. But the people that are like, oh, I I hate cold weather, I no not me. I love cold weather. You give it to me. I love cold weather. I love seasons. That and and this is kind of my favorite one is this part of the fall when it starts to get cool. Love it. Mm -hmm. Love it.
1: My my simple solution when comparing summer and winter is you can always put more clothes on. But de- now, depending geographically, you can only how get so naked. You, act, you can only you, you get know. so naked. Yeah, I was going to say, depending on where you are, you can only take off so many clothes. But so even if you more. take
0: off everything, you can only get so naked. You can continue to layer clothing on you if it if you're so inclined. I just I Yeah. I love a night in the 40s, man. Love it. Fantastic. Yeah, if it were no, up to me, like, I'd open, I'd open windows. I love it.
1: Oh no, it's uh, this morning. I went to the gym and I told, I, I texted a couple of my buddies, and we all kind of share the same sentiments with weird things like this. But I was like, man, is there a better feeling in the morning when it is brisk and you got to get in and turn the heat and like the defrost on all the way to you know get it on your feet and cool or not cool, heat up the car a little bit when you're driving somewhere. Like that is, I love doing that, and. I tell you, I'm officiating a game tonight, and it's yeah. going to be absolutely perfect. Oh, it's not it's it's absolutely
0: oh, it's perfect football weather. It's abso- it's it's, and it'll be gorgeous for the people that are going to Lexington this weekend for almost Kentucky. This is when Kentucky just the the state the the topography is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Leaves have started to turn a little bit, and it's cool. And I like Kentucky. It'll be that'll be a, that'll be a fun trip for the people who can make it, whether you can get in the stadium or not. I think their capacity is just twenty percent, so. Anyway, uh let's talk some football before people bust a blood vessel. Um been a big big week for Ole Miss on the recruiting trail. You've been talking about this for a while. And so I'm going to give you some credit here because you've you've done it without being obnoxious. Uh for weeks and months people have been panicked about recruiting because that's just what p- people do. Fans panic about recruiting. I'm already panicked about the possibility of Trevor Bauer signing with the Cardinals. Um so I I get it. Um <laughs> You, But you've talked about, hey, don't worry about class rankings this year. Some of that's out of their control. Pandemic, blah, blah, blah. Dead period, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But you've said, hey, pay attention to average star rating. Mm-hmm. You've said it for a while. Pay attention to average star rating. If that's in the 40s or 50s, you have every reason to panic and be upset. But if it's not, use it as a a paper bag to stop the hyperventilating. And sure enough, they started adding some commitments, uh, high-level commitments, and that star rating is, the average star rating has all Miss around 20. I don't know exactly where they are as of this moment, but it's around 20. And uh, while that's not good enough to win championships, no one's saying it is, it's probably going to go up over the next several months. And considering yeah. the fact that it's a pandemic and considering the fact that it's a dead period and considering the fact that they did not get to do a lot of the things that they had planned to do, that's pretty good.
1: Absolutely. Uh, and I I pulled it up as you were saying that, Neil. Uh, now, everybody relax. They did drop a little bit uh, just because there have been some commitments elsewhere, but also... Jamon Gordon, who is still yet to be rated because he is in the junior college ranks, right? Dropped Ole Miss. They're in like the low thirties now in average star rating. But um, if you took him out,
0: they would be up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's going to eventually get a rating, whether it's a three or a four star or whatever. They'll it'll even back out. But yeah, they're before his commitment. They were right under three and a half stars average. Um, that's. A fantastic rating for a class that uh, now holds fourteen. Um, that's great. And look, I mean the the folks in front of them, uh, for the most part, outside of Texas Tech, everybody has. Um, I think it's Texas Tech and Utah are the only teams in front of them that don't have more commits. Um, and that's that's what you want because they're being selective, they're being diligent in how they're evaluating. And how they're choosing when to take a commit and when not to. Um, I think that the way they're going about it is about the best possible way you can right now in this cycle. When you can't bring them on campus, you can't do in-person visits. And, I mean, right now is, is, I think, when you're going to see the uptick in recruiting because they now have a product to show you. So... um, I think, uh, and we'll talk about it here in a little bit, the offensive performance they put on the field last Saturday against a top-five Florida team got a lot of people's attention. Now, here's um, Tysheem Johnson mentioned it in an interview about he seized the opportunity to play early. That also, you know, maybe not (laughs) the greatest because Florida put up over 600 yards. But it's something you can point to, and you can say, hey, look, like we we need you. Absolutely. Like, we, Listen, yeah, these are professional
0: so, salespeople. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you can sell I'm, offense, and on defense they sold a couple of things, not to interrupt you, but to be real quick. They're like, hey, we had some fun. We were aggressive. We, we clearly need help, and you can play right away.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That was um, – I'm going to try to find it real quick. It was essentially what Tysheem Johnson said in an interview where he, I can't find it, but I'll just kind of paraphrase. He basically said, they told me they wanted me, they stuck with me, and that stood out that I meant something to them. It wasn't just, you know, hey, here's an offer. Hope you like it. I mean, they, Chris Partridge had built a relationship before he got to Ole Miss. He kept up with him. Arizona State had him. I think had a lead and had a significant leader over Ole Miss for a long period of time. And then the questions came in, is he going to play running back? Is he going to play defense? Um, Ole Miss wants him for defense. And I think it got to the point where Taishim had to make a choice. Where's my future at? Is my future at running back or is my future on the defensive side of the football? I think he figured it out. His future's on the defensive side of the football. And uh, yeah, in, in an interview, he essentially said, you know, hey, like, I knew, okay, here it is. Quote, they play in the SEC, they're young, they're hand-picking talent, so I'm a priority to them. In the SEC, they play against the best competition, so I get to come and play early, and if I play well, it gets my name on the NFL's radar. Boom. That's that's literally all you need to tell teenagers who want to play in the NFL. That's it.
0: Read the quote again here? so people can hear it. Huh? Read the quote again so people can hear it one more time.
1: Okay. Quote, they play in the SEC, they're young, they're hand-picking talent, so I'm a priority to them. In the SEC, they play against the best competition, so I get to come and play early, and if I play well, it gets my name on the NFL's radar, end quote. That's it. That's so, it. I mean, that's all you want.
0: It's why, not to get crazy again and get everybody all worked up, but it's why when everybody goes, well, just just fill up your class with Mississippi kids. That's, yeah. why, that's why you don't. Yeah. From day one, I mean, it was hashtag pro mindset, hashtag pro mindset. They're going to recruit those kinds of kids. That's who they want to sign. And if they can't sign them, they're going to go to the transfer market. That's what they're going to do.
1: I mean, they they know what they're doing. I mean, look. Well, they have a Lane plan. Kiff- they have L- a plan. Lane Kiffin knows he's building a brand. Like yep. He, yep. yep. I'm sure Lane Kiffin is already a Jordan and a Kobe fan but he wore a Michael Jordan and a Kobe Bryant net gator on the field obviously safety reasons but also cuz it looks cool spoiler alert teenagers like Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant
0: well and and they like that more than just a traditional i mean it's, it's like getting off the bus in the baseball jersey
1: yeah, that it, was that was for a that was for a reason. It was for the photo. He knows. He knows exactly yeah, who's knows looking
0: it. at it. That's what he's doing. It's a it's a it's a brand. It's the press conference t-shirt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, where it looks
0: I, super laid back and super chill and and all that stuff and that appeals to kids. Now, is it as chill as it as it's being portrayed? No, nah, come on. No, but but you know, you you it's brand building. And now it takes time to build a brand. You, you know, you don't you don't become a brand overnight. I mean, Alabama's brand for the longest time was Bear Bryant. It was. I was there. And when Nick Saban came, it was, nope, we're going to build an NFL brand. And so they built that built-by-Bama brand. Now, it took time. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it didn't happen overnight. That first season, they lost to um, – they lost games. They lost to Louisiana Monroe. All ULM jokes aside, they did. They lost that game. Um,
1: Lost to Mississippi State.
0: Yeah, it it took some time. That's that's my only point is it takes some time, and so they're they're doing it the right way. And you know, will it work? I don't know. We'll see. Um, but here's what I've said about it. And, I, and I, back to recruiting, I can't look at a game and pretend to be a seventeen year old. I'm not. I'm too old for that. But I can look at it, and I can tell you that. The, the game, just on television, even with the socially distanced crowd and all those things, they had some personality to them that they haven't had. The personality felt more organic and less forced. Was it? I don't know. I'm just telling you my perceptions. It looked fun. They looked like a fun team.
1: And I think that that's something that this staff has also really hammered home is, look, it's a weird year. It's a weird year for everybody, but we're gonna we're gonna stay loose. We're gonna have fun. There's, I I, I haven't been in a meeting. I haven't sat in a a pregame chat with Kiffin or or Partridge or Durkin or anybody. I guarantee you that they're telling these kids like, hey, like we want to win, but look, it's stress free baby. Like, let's just go out and have fun. And like, let's just relax. Cause I mean, this 2020 year, they're going to hand out trophies. They're going to hand out, they're going to hang banners. People are going to win things, but it's going to have an asterisk by it. And the staff knows it. And I think they're, I think the players know it too. Like they're just playing loose. And I mean, I said that on our show about the Florida game. Yeah. They lost by two scores to a really good football team, but they never wavered. When it got down 21-7, I mean, it was the same demeanor, the same swagger, the same body language that I saw when it was 0-0. So, like, tying it into recruiting, this is, this is the whole mantra that Kiffin and his staff have. They, I mean, they're playing – you know, they play wiffle ball on Fridays at practice or I guess Thursday because today's a travel day. But, you know, that's, that's the type of stuff they're selling is like, hey, you, you come here, we're going to have fun, we're going to look good doing it. They got the power blue jerseys now. And and Kiffin is just as, you know, as chill and likable as they come, wearing Mamba mentality masks and wearing Elfie LFG shirts and press conferences and wearing a baseball jersey. I mean, it's, it's all for a reason. Like, it is all building towards the brand, the pro mindset.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So you try to go out and get players that will one day become pros. That's obviously a process. Doesn't happen overnight.
1: No, and it but, certainly got the attention of one Tysheem Johnson, who is from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and he's now in your 2021 class. So. so they got it's working.
0: They got Johnson. We talked about him. They got Jamon Gordon, the uh, JUCO defensive tackle, which tells me that they looked at um, – I, I know for a fact they didn't need a game film to know this, but they looked at their preseason as a whole and said we got to get bigger up front now. Uh, I don't think they're through with with jucos slash grad transfers slash transfer market guys on the defensive front i think that's 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 going to be a theme right um what about gordon what what do you know about him how much how much do you anticipate him being able to come in and help
1: well i think he uh he certainly benefited from going to e m c c for a year uh he outstanding player in high school um, junior season was was kind of when he really became uh a pretty talked about prospect at meridian um big kid 64 280 probably uh I'd, I'd probably say maybe a little bit heavier but i mean a solid 280 that he built very well um but yeah when he was a when he was a junior he had 18 tackles for loss and 17 and a half sacks playing at meridian and then um, last year, playing in scuba, uh, they only played seven games, but he had 21 tackles and two sacks. So um, very active. I think he's going to be able to play either or. Uh, I think he's certainly big enough, strong enough to play inside, but uh, he's he's got some athleticism to to play that strong side defensive end. So I think he's going to be able to come in and play right away. Like you said, they they are emphasizing instant impact size up front because they need it um I I don't think the staff would I don't think they would say this to you certainly not on the record but I don't think they want Ryder Anderson playing defensive tackle and Jamon Gordon is gonna be able to come in step in and, and be that big run plugging defensive tackle and then he can also be a very physical edge rusher defensive end for you as well so I uh, I anticipate him to come and play right away. I think he's gonna factor in to the uh the ever so popular depth chart immediately. Um and I mean this is a guy once again, I mean we just talked about Taishim who had offers from literally everyone. I mean, this staff got him. Georgia offered him, Oklahoma offered him, South Carolina offered him, three staffs that know how to recruit power five players and Deke Adams and and DJ Durkin and Chris Partridge were able to go get him. So it's a big get. Um, yeah, he's not rated right now. He doesn't have any stars, but that doesn't matter. He's going to come in. He's going to play immediately. What? And he is a big physical presence. Did you just
0: say stars don't matter? I'm kidding. They do matter. I, but they, they there are exceptions. <laughs> and JUCO stuff, here's, here's a little insight into uh, recruiting services. Or the recruiting service portion of Rivals.com the juco recruiting is just not a priority from a ranking standpoint nor should it be frankly uh when you you know it it just shouldn't um the the, one of the things that we're we as an industry not not me but the people in my industry are trying to figure out is how do you sort transfers into rankings or do you that's one of the things that they're you know that, that we're trying to figure out and then there's so there's a lot there and this year with Covid and the inability to see teams and games and with schedules being funky and with frankly layoffs and uh things of that nature it's it's hard enough to get the high school kids right the The juco recruiting ranking is just it's it's not a it's not a massive priority right now, but they'll get right. it, but in terms of like oh my god, let's drop everything and get get juco's ranked would taking resources away from trying to get the high school kids ranked in in what is a a strange year would would be terrible business. Um, All right, we'll we'll get back to uh, recruiting in just a minute. I want to tell you real quick, this podcast also brought to you by LB's Meat Market. I know that uh, our buddy Zach here is a big fan of LB's. Uh, I'm a massive fan of LB's. As you know, Greg Jones and uh, my daughter Campbell have – the butcher versus the spin instructor every Thursday, uh, sponsored by LB's meat market. Highly recommend that you head into LB's tell uh, Greg and the people at LB's that you heard about LB's on this podcast, on the beer garden, on, um, the, the butcher versus the spin instructor. Give that a, a, a look, hit that, hit that on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, leave a comment, leave a ranking, anything, really appreciate all that. But listen, go into LB's. It's 2008, University Avenue in Oxford. It's right across from Kroger. It's open seven days a week. they got plate lunches Monday through Friday. Uh, they've got uh, the freshest cuts, prime cuts of beef, pork, house-made sausages that are just fantastic. Um, you'll find your favorites, whether it's a chicken, whether it's the spicy ribeye, the ribeye, the Swayze. There's pork sausages, beef sausages chicken sausage man it's all there they've got the duck poppers that are great the stuffed mushrooms the jalapeno poppers which are uh, probably my favorite side item there it's all there at lb's meat market fresh seafood comes in every thursday he's got the uh the spiny lobster now that uh, i'm really intrigued by zach i'm trying to figure out a, 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 a time when i might be able to kind of punch that up on uh on, on the big green egg and where i've got a little time to, to do it and enjoy it but that's uh that's that's definitely on my mind as we get uh as we get into the really the the phenomenal grilling time of the year people refer to the summer as grilling time and i grill throughout the summer but it's hot as hell and sometimes that's a little overwhelming this is the time of year that grilling is fantastic because you can oh, yeah. sit outside you can pour yourself a, a, a glass of your favorite bourbon or beer or wine or whatever it is that makes you happy and uh, enjoy the cool weather and, and the grill and all that. It's it's, it's my happy time. So uh, you can, if you're like me, you, you go to LB's first and you get loaded up with all the good stuff. Tell Greg you heard about it. He'll throw a little something extra in your sack. Try something new. I try to do that all the time. The The ribeye cap. It's a different deal. It, it tastes like ribeye, looks like a filet, It' buttery. It is fantastic. So whatever you're in the mood for, he's got it. And uh, it's all there at LB's Meat Market. Again, 2008, University Avenue in Oxford. If you want to call ahead, you can. 662-259-2999. All right, so let's be honest here. We're waiting on... Um, We're waiting on a couple of commitments. One that I think is coming pretty soon in the form of Devin Lee, another defensive lineman. What are you hearing there? What do you think? And then what kind of a player is he?
1: Uh, So he uh, – preseason 5A uh, selection, all-state, I should say. Preseason 5A all-state selection in Georgia. I believe his high school is pronounced Ola. Okay. It's O-L-A. It's in McDonough, Georgia. Uh, close to Cartersville. Uh, he's, I believe, narrowed it down to Arizona State, Duke, Georgia Tech, Ole Miss, Vandy, and NC State. Uh, but he's uh, – I watched some some film on him last night. I was talking to some a couple people about him. I feel pretty comfortable in saying that I think he is going to commit to Ole Miss sooner rather than later. Uh, his tape looks good. It's 6'4" roughly the same size as jamon gordon he's uh extremely physical and uh he's he's got a very very quick first step he uh plays a little it's it's almost identical to what we're saying about jamon gordon earlier he plays a little bit of both for uh for ola he plays some defensive tackle and then he'll slide out and play some defensive in um i think it's a it's a good pickup and uh like i said Good size, the, the size speed ratio has been the thing that we have talked about. Uh, he's quick, he's physical, and uh, one of the, the favorite, uh, you know, idioms or metaphors or things people talk about in recruiting uh, plays with a very high motor. Uh, I watched about four minutes of film, and uh, I mean, the dude was all over the place and was just not stopping. So that's encouraging to see. Uh, pursuit away from the football never stopped. Um, so yeah, he's he's a good get. And Neil, you know as as well as I know that you've been in this business long enough. If if you can play at a high level in Georgia, you can play pretty much anywhere.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Those those guys come out of those high level programs. They're they're really college ready from a mental standpoint. If if their body's college ready, the the, the adjustment to the game is not extreme because they play a a, a really high kind of cerebral level of football, as you see um, when you hear Pete DeWeese on our in-game show, our watch party. If you listen to Pete in the second quarter, you know that the, the coaches in, in Georgia at the high level, of course, they know football. They coach it at a really high level. Those kids, again, get, being physically ready is another deal, and sometimes they are, sometimes they aren't. But if they are, they, they can contribute right away.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I mentioned Arizona State being involved. Now that's a you want to talk about a staff that's put together. Uh that is a very, very good staff. Um a lot of NFL experience, a lot of college experience. Obviously the head coach Herm Edwards coached the NFL. Now they're just um, focused
0: on Arizona kids, right? They 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 Arizona made. <laughs> is that the is that the deal?
1: <laughs> no, uh contrary to uh what you might think, uh as I said, they were very involved with Tysheem Johnson. Um you know, one of the staff members, Antonio Pierce, who was actually Matt Corral's head coach at Long Beach Poly, yeah, played for the New York Giants, won a, won a couple of Super Bowls. He knows a thing or two about defense, so you, you should take some solace in that. When a staff like that is is going after a kid as, as hard as they are, um, then you should feel comfortable knowing that, that Devin Lee can play some defense. So um, I think it's going to be – Sometime today, it might happen while we're recording this, or it might be uh, he might already be committed by the time you listen to this. But I think uh, Ole Miss is in a good spot with him. I think Deke Adams has really fo- uh, made him a focal point of their plan to revamp this defensive line. And uh, I think that uh, he would be an excellent addition to the 2021 class.
0: All right, let's talk quarterback before we go. Because obviously this is something that All right. people want to talk about. Um, Arch Manning, Arch six Manning,
1: touchdown passes last
0: night. He did. I tell you what, he does that. i a little. People keep comparing him to whoever and whatever. He really moves well. He throws on the move well. He doesn't have to be set in the pocket. Now off, his pocket off throws. Platform. Yeah, his pocket pocket throws are really good. He's very accurate, his back shoulder pass is already I can't get over how, how effective that is for a sophomore in high school, but his ability to to throw running arm side and if you were a baseball player, glove slide glove side meaning run to his left and throw back across his body, and his ability to run to his right and throw and still be accurate pretty remarkable.
1: You know coaches always talk about the no 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 yes play. Yeah. I don't I don't think they have that it is Isidore Newman. I think with Arch it's just kind of yeah. Yeah. Okay, good.
0: It's kind of a you tell the backup you know you can't do that, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Now, I'll say this, you you talking about what he looks like and and moving. So, obviously with the family lineage, who do you think he looks like the most? And, and now, I just... He reminds like gait, me... Like, gait, body language. Who do you think?
0: He reminds me more of Eli than he does Peyton.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, his arm motion, everything looks more like Eli to me than Peyton. Some of it Obviously is he's just not... runs like Archie.
0: Some of it is he's not as tall as Peyton was at that age. I saw Peyton play in as a senior in high school. And mm-hmm. he was a little more gangly than that. Now... Yeah, you know he's got another gross part in him, and he might get a little gangly too. You know, because sometimes, ask me how I know. I live with a fourteen year old. Sometimes the the body goes up before it fills out, right. and there's nothing you can do about that. Um, that's happening in my house right now. Bless his heart, and um, you can get a little awkward, but he's he's pretty athletic. He's he's God. I hate doing this. I mean, you're comparing him to one of the best five quarterbacks to ever live and a two-time Super Bowl champ who's probably going to go yeah. to, into the Hall of Fame. He looks we'll say, like he's more athletic than they were. Now, Eli was, uh, pretty, absolutely. Eli was pretty athletic. He doesn't get enough credit for his athleticism because when he got to the college and pro level, he didn't run because he didn't need to. Yeah.
1: Tiki Barber did most of the running for him. Um no, I don't think that's I don't think that's too too crazy to say. I think Eli and Peyton had their way of of evading pressure, being well, savvy well, in the pocket, but
0: Well Peyton beat you with his his brain and his release and his just otherworldly knowledge of the game. I mean he knew that Peyton, that was Peyton's early. His
1: anticipation was just that's why he's a Hall of Famer.
0: Yeah. It wasn't it wasn't his athleticism or whatnot. I mean he you know, mm-hmm. now look, he's a better athlete than most of us, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, he... he right. That's, that was not his calling card. He, he was not... um I'm trying to think of a quarterback who's just got a cannon for an arm, and that's the reason he's in the league. Remember Jeff Matt George? Stafford? Yeah, Matthew Stafford. Just has a cannon. Just an absolute thunderbolt for a right arm.
1: Pretty sure Matt Stafford was when the term arm talent was created.
0: Yeah, he's got it just in
1: spades. I mean, he the dude's just... I mean, that's right. why he's in the league, because he throws the ball 90 yards.
0: Arch Manning is not going to sign anywhere this year. Uh, it's not going to be allowed. Uh, Luke Altmaier can, and there's a lot of buzz there. I know that you've done the the papal smoke uh, out of the Vatican as a gif, as it pertains to uh, to Luke Altmaier. I've not gone that far, but I'm hearing the same thing. I'm, I'm hearing if it's not done, it's close to done. I don't know when or if or how it goes public or whatnot, but that things are progressing in in this way?
1: Yeah, we teased it earlier um, with discussing the on-field product that the staff can now point to. I think that it is working in a positive direction for Ole Miss, and it is working in a negative direction for Florida State. Uh, The Seminoles have not looked good at all, and Ole Miss has played one game, and it was a loss, but the offense at six hundred total yards of offense. Matt Corral is the most efficient passer in the SEC. Elijah Moore is the only guy to go over 200 yards. I think he leads the nation in receiving. Um, he definitely leads the SEC. Uh, they spread the ball around. They looked composed. They looked like they had a plan. Uh, that's. It looked a like a fun
0: offense to play in. It looked like a Lane yeah. Kiffin offense that And I'm going to give some credit here. I think Jeff Levy has – this is his offense. It looks like a Jeff Levy offense that has Lane Kiffin helping see things.
1: Right. I mean, if you paid attention to anything the UCF has done the past couple years, I mean, I watched them every chance I got. Even before Jeff Levy was in the picture or Jeff Levy became a name, they have always been creative. They have been explosive. Their offenses have always been fun, and, and that is just now going to be on the field at Vaught-Hemingway and at Kroger Field this weekend. So Luke Altmaier has obviously taken notice, and the, the groundwork was laid well before the Florida game. They have not stopped recruiting him. They have been diligent. They have been adamant that he is their guy. They uh, you know flirted with Maddox Cop for a little bit. I don't think they thought Maddox was particularly ready to compete as early as Luke Altmaier. That's not a slight on Maddox. I think he's going to be a fine quarterback at Houston for, for Holgo. But But, um, but yeah, they, they have been honest and they've said, Hey, look, you're our guy. We're not looking at anybody else. And I truly believe it's Luke Altmaier bust in this class. Cause you don't really do need to sign a quarterback in this class, but if they can get one, it's going to be Luke Altmaier. And I think they eventually flip him.
0: Yeah. Cause they still have corral. They still have Cade um, Renfro, who I know they're high on uh they they still have uh Kincaid Dent at least for now i anticipate Grant Tisdale will leave and uh i don't want to get into the whole plumley thing it's too emotional for some people it, it's it's very clear that plumley's not going to be their quarterback so i don't know i don't know where else to go with that he's not yeah. going he's not going to be their quarterback so you know
1: no and you know i i think the sooner that plumley figures that out and Because I think there's a place for him in this offense, without a doubt. He has far too much athleticism, far too much speed, playmaking ability to not be a part of it. And I think they want to put him somewhere. He's not the full-time quarterback, though. That that question has – it was answered before last Saturday, but it was emphatically answered on Saturday.
0: Oh, yeah, so. absolutely. And, and, and you and I talked about it. We got it right. I'm going to give ourselves credit. We've said – you you know whether they love Matt Corral or not, I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, I'm, I suspect they were pretty pleased with what they got out of him Saturday. Um, Matt is the best canvas for them to paint their recruiting tool, if that makes any mm-hmm. sense.
1: Yeah, national guy.
0: Well, big arm. I mean, Matt Matt made some internal, made some throws across the middle of the field that a lot of quarterbacks can't make because they just can't get the ball there that fast. And and, and, and he did.
1: You'd be surprised how many people forgot the throw he made on the fourth and forever in the Egg Bowl last year. I mean, that was a dime with the game on the line. To Elijah? Yeah. yeah. I think it was Braylon Sanders that caught the long
0: one. Oh, the long pass. Yeah, yeah. That was a big time throw. I mean, State blew the coverage, but even the... If I recall correctly, even the touchdown seconds before Elijah's penalty that we all ended up yeah. talking about, even the touchdown throw was a dime.
1: Yeah. No, he he made throws on Saturday that, yeah, nobody else on the roster can make. And Altmyer is another guy like that. I, I saw him in person at Elite 11. He uh, is extremely accurate. You know, we were talking about Arch Manning and his ability to throw while off-platform. Uh, some of Altmyer's throws that I've seen this year in his senior, senior season tape, he looks almost better throwing on the run and while stepping out of the pocket. Um, and he's a lot like Corral in the sense where he's kind of sneaky athletic and has some sneaky speed. We saw Corral made it on, you know, some of the, the top five lists for the speed freaks they were doing in, in fall camp where they, you know, the guys wear the little computer chips to see how hard, how fast they're running. Yep. Altmaier can move. He, he's, he's not listed as a dual-threat guy, but but he's not just some stationary you know, robot back there standing flat-footed. He can move. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure when it would happen. Um, if you ask the staff, they'd probably say, we'd like for it to happen Sunday morning after a win in Lexington because um, they've got a ton of recruiting momentum right now. Um, so that would probably be ideal, but I don't think they care when it happens, but I think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I do too. I think it's coming. I don't know when I'm with you. I I started to say soon, but I I don't, I don't know that. Um, but I I do think it's coming for sure. All right. We'll, uh, we'll wrap there. Thanks for, uh, thanks for your time, Zach. Thanks for your time. Everybody out there listening. I appreciate your patience. We had, uh, both, frankly, just both of us got slammed for just being honest. Um, and then there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of recruiting to talk about last week and boom, we waited for some stuff to happen and there it was. And I suspect that's going to become more the trend. There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of activity that will happen between now and the December signing period, which it sounds like is going to go on as planned, as crazy as that is. And then, uh, of course, the February signing period as well, whether there will be visits allowed between now and then, I frankly doubt it. But um, we'll, we'll be here to cover it, whatever the case may be. And Zach's doing a great job. If you're not part of rebelgrove.com, You really should be if you love recruiting, especially Zach uh, has daily uh, chick threads. They're brought to you by the Oxford Crystal. Uh, Probably 29 days out of 30, Zach starts a thread in the mornings and it goes all day. The other day, I end up starting the thread and then Zach keeps it going the rest of the day. So we have recruiting for you every day, pretty much, at rebelgrove.com. It's on the premium message board. We're not going to push it out for free every single day, so... If you want to subscribe for the recruiting, now would be a great time to do it. There's all, sort, all, all sorts of other content that we have, football, basketball, baseball, all of that stuff at rebelgrove.com. Zach's a huge part of that, so uh, jump in and subscribe today. And you can keep up with recruiting all the way to National Signing Day and beyond when things get back to some degree of normal and they start pursuing what I think will be a top 10 class of 22 recruiting class. There's my hot take prediction for the day. So for Zach Barry, I'm, uh, I'm Neil McCready. That does it for this episode or edition of the Soft Verbal Podcast presented by Dead Soxy. Don't forget, DeadSoxy.com, D E A D S O X Y.com. Enter uh, promo code Rebel Grove at checkout and you'll, uh, you'll love the socks from Dead Soxy. They're great friends of, of our podcast, our network of podcasts, our website. So uh, take care of them. They're the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. For Zach, I'm Neil. Until next time, take care.